0: of the
1: rap game. Well, I was going to start out and say, Matt, that uh, the song was wrong again because we got one of our favorite guests back in with us uh, on the podcast here tonight, um, who does do dirt racing, but lately has been been focused there on the Arca Menard Series uh, and the Talladega. But Brayton, unfortunately, your Saturday once again ended in the dirt.
2: Yes, uh, I did a little lawnscaping, um, <laughs> not, not, not the you know, cut the grass that I'm used to, but that was definitely like, the fastest lawnmower I've ever been on, I'd say, <laughs> and probably the most expensive, too.
1: So, I, we will jump right in here, Matt, because like I yeah, said, oh yeah. Brayton, I'm going to go back to one of the... It, I don't know if I've recovered from laughing so hard at the last episode we've done together, and, and I, I just want to throw this out there, man, and... I. Before we even get into things, I I wanna send my sincere thanks and gratitude. You know, what what you and your family have done for us, um, helping promote us here and um promote the print shop and embroidery and and you know I can't thank you guys enough for what you do for us and uh I I, I just gotta say this I am a huge fan yeah. and uh we will get into more of that here in a little bit, but Let's just start here. We we talked to you after Daytona. Finished P thirteen. Um, you know, things great day. Um, obviously we've talked about the ending at Talladega. You know, coming into practice Friday, your 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 teammate, Big Willie Style, Big Willie Mullins, he's P one after practice. You're P fifteen. Cars look good. You both had hot rods. Obviously, because of no qualifying, had to start at the back and you just, at the beginning, it was just a struggle to find the right line to, to get moving forward, it seemed like.
2: Yeah, uh, especially for my first race at Talladega. And like Daytona, it's a big track, but we had a lot of practice going into Daytona. We did the test down there in January. ran back 40, 50 laps there. And then we had an hour of practice. And going into Talladega, uh, I didn't know how much practice we would have. I found out we had five laps the night before, so I'm like, oh, crap. that's gonna be fun, and uh, it was random groups too, and we had a couple decent-ish cars in our group and a couple not so decent cars, and we went out there and I mean, it. We knew it didn't really matter what we did in practice. I mean, we could have been P1, we could have been P33rd or 33. We were starting 31st regardless. The last thing we wanted to do was go out there and tear up a car, because you know Mullen's racing the very small team. That's one reason we love them. But they don't have a <laughs> backup car per se, like a lot of these. Big yeah, like some do. of the others that. Yeah, and so we went out there, and uh, we were in the top ten for a while in our group, or we on the uh, scoreboard, and we was P one, and we we're like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." And uh, we just wanted to be towards like the top twenty or so cars, and we knew it didn't matter, but kind of wanted to prove that we were, you know, there to be competitive and. You know, P15 for us and P1 for Willie, that was, you know, pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. For a team, that was a good team moment for us. We went out there, green flag drops, and we started, I want to say, like if or, like not twenty, like 27th because a couple cars had to go to the rear because, you know, backup cars and whatnot, so it was kind of a... I guess, a, a dog race from the beginning. Just try and pick the line, make your way up front. You'd pick one, and then fall back. and Like, right, I'm hopping to the inside now, and then the inside would fall back. And we were up inside the top 25 or so. I think we are running, like, 21st, 22nd there for a while. And I had, like, a spree of cautions, and just kept caution after caution. I'm like, you know, it's dark good, you know. What do you expect? And uh, we got hanged out the dry there. I want to say it was, like, a lap. 12 caution came out. And after that, I had a not-so-great restart, got stuck behind a couple cars, and before I knew it, I was out in the vast desert of Talladega Super Speedway by myself, and that's what it feels like when you're by yourself, it's a desert, because you see the other 30 cars just kind of driving away from you. And every lap, no matter how hard to try, they're just getting further away and further away, and I, I was honestly worried about going to a lap down, because when you're by yourself, the speeds are just so much slower than, even with two or three cars, and lucky like, yeah, found a couple lost stragglers there, and Willie tried to come back and help us, but uh, he has a pretty good car, and he's a pretty good wheel man himself, and he he's kind of, you know, he didn't want to go lap down either, I don't blame him there, so he kind of tried to get back up in the lead pack, and I found a couple uh, stragglers though back there, and we just kind of got single file to prevent going to lap down, and that's kind of cool, and we got I think four drivers. We were three of us were different teams. I think all three different manufacturers, and we didn't really look at that that way. We were just trying to prevent from going to lap down, so we sat there and got single file, just uh, trying to try make it to the competition caution and uh, survive until the halfway point, which that was our goal was survive until halfway point, and then we can start you know making some moves inside the top fifteen, top twenty, and. Didn't end out so well though. Well, let, before we
1: get into any of the negatives, let's start with the positives. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we've talked about what happened at Daytona and the change to here, but let, let's talk about improvement from Daytona. We didn't go in the wrong gear off the green flag what? drop, so that right there is improvement number one. Yes, you knew I had to bring that up and, <laughs> and and tease you about about starting in third gear. So we've already got improvement there, but. No, I had to I had to tease you about that, Brad. But this is my my true question. You know, we talked about Daytona, and, and obviously, and I can't even fully grasp it. The dream coming true. You're at Daytona, you get the chance to race, and I'm not saying that it's not special to be at Talladega again. It obviously is. Did this have more of a like we're here for business feel than just the I'm taking it all in at Daytona, and I'm lucky to be here.
2: It, Talladega is definitely a uh, different atmosphere. Um, first off, it's a lot more of a party than it is at Daytona, and uh, you the, can definitely the, the t- Boulevard, man, right down yeah, the road. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Uh,
0: been there, done that. We we
2: we we, <laughs> uh, we're, we got in Talladega the Monday before the race, and uh, we actually went to the track like Tuesday and Wednesday and chatted with some people already set up there because like these people are diehards. Yeah, and uh, there was this uh, old couple and a uh, lady they had with them. And um, they said they've been going there for like sixty years or something. And they're like, "I have only missed one race in my entire life." And I'm like, we sat down, we just talked with people for like an hour and a half. And
1: the coolest one that you put pictures out of was the gentleman who took his aunt. Yes, the the structure that they built. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't Matt. See it, no. It's it was tarps. it was tarps, but they built like a full. They had a shower in there. Like, like different no rooms
2: that could do like, TV and that could do. But, but game wasn't in there, it wasn't right? like
1: it, it wasn't a made like. Tent setup, like they built this thing out. Like this dude wow. like had a blueprints for it. It and was like- it was amazing, and he had been going. His aunt took him his senior year of high school as a graduation present. Now he takes his aunt Very cool. um, every Very year cool. back to Talladega. But I got to say this too, and I know I'm kind of interrupting you here, but to go back to not kind, I am. That's what makes you so unique, mm-hmm. you know. Again, a lot of. Kids and guys that would have this opportunity would immediately let it go to their head. I loved watching through the week that you're out in the campground. You're meeting people. You're talking to people. That's what it's all about. And, and you keeping that, and, and I know you always will because I know you well enough now to know it's just who you are. It was amazing to watch you do that. But I will let you go back to your campground stories.
2: But uh, Yeah, we just traveled around the campground. and uh, We figured out where the uh, better places would be. throughout the week and uh unfortunately got a little busy and didn't get a chance to go back out there but I mean we knew we had a pretty good car we had a pretty good crew there and it was almost Daytona we turned a lot of heads we proved a lot of doubters wrong and you know P13 was definitely a great debut and I honestly felt like Talladega we could back it up even better with top 10 even a top five and honestly I wouldn't be surprised if it was me pushing Willie across the line at the end of the race. I mean, we both had pretty fast hot rods and it was more of a serious manner. And I mean, Willie P wanted to practice definitely knew he had the car to win it. So going into the weekend and especially on race day was a whole, this kind of different atmosphere. So, I mean, and especially with us starting in the back, we knew it'd be David versus Goliath because Willie was right there, but in the back with me. And we, I mean, we did all right for what we did. I mean, Willie brought his car home in one piece. I brought my car home in multiple pieces. But, say, it was a different atmosphere, but it was still a pretty positive and serious atmosphere. So let's go ahead
1: and let's talk. We get to that competition caution. Like you said, we're going to make it to halfway. Um, And then the event comes up and and happens. So talk through. For those listening at home, um, and I will say it, it was really, really cool. After a lot of the social media we shared and putting stuff out there, how many people I have had that I've ran into that said, man, I watched that ARCA race. That's the first ARCA race I've ever watched. Or I I tuned into that to see, um, and, and the number of people who don't even know you Brayton that have messaged me and said, Hey, is, is he okay? Or how's he doing? Or, and I said, his mom's keeping me updated. Um, and I definitely did not want to text you right away because I knew, um, I didn't realize you were running 29 miles to the infield care center, but I knew you would be extremely nervous. So, but kind of talk us through that, man, you get back out there, you're in the draft, you're working, you had gotten, you know, like we said, you were kind of sitting 2021, 20, you'd moved into the, you know, the top 20 there for a while. What happens?
2: Yeah. Well, first off, I'm going back up there a little bit to the competition caution. <laughs> uh, first off I'm cruising down the back stretch and, uh, you know, like I said, it's a very serious manner, but you still have to have some room for jokes. And uh, we have a female on the team, her name is Chrissy, and she cooks some of the greatest pancakes I've ever had. Like, on the race station, sitting was sitting there, and they, they get a whole griddle out. And my crew chief, Robert, comes across the radio, he's like, hey, bud, you need anything? And I'm like, as a matter of fact, Robert, yes, I do. I could already go for some of Chrissy's pancakes right about now. And... um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know now it's not time for it, but, and Robert's like, you're gonna have to hold it off a little bit on pancakes, and I'm like, oh, that's fine, uh, but we came in, I uh, got some fuel, did a couple adjustments, trying to get me a little more speed, and go back out, and we restarted, like, 25th, I think, or something like that, and within two, three laps, we were running... 18th, 17th, something like that. We're right here. We're in the lead pack. We didn't lose the draft. And I feel like we have a pretty good car. We're stuck in the outside lane. And I'm trying to get a survey of all the cars in each lane. I'm looking at the cars on the inside line. I'm going, mmm. You know, they don't. I really don't want to be in that lane. It doesn't really look that great. There's some good cars, some great cars, and a couple of iffy cars. And I'm looking at the outside line, and got a lot of guys trying to get towards the front, a lot of really good equipment up front. I'm like, I think this line might be the way to go. And for a couple of laps, it looked like that. I mean, we were up inside, I want to say, 15th maybe. And we're sitting there, and it's seven, six, seven laps after we went back green flag racing. Now I'm coming off turn four. Minding my own business at Sunday cruising, and all of a sudden I'm looking towards the inside wall, spinning about 185 miles an hour. I do some lawnscape, and I go through the grass a little bit, you know, cut a little. I'm, I'm waiting for Towdega to send me a bill for the grass. <laughs> I mean, I should send them a bill for cutting their grass. I mean, that's some. I I, I, might, I might send them a, a bag of bag or a bag of grass to see. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think they'll appreciate that. But yeah, we're coming off a of four. And just, <coughs> They wrecked on my inside. I got collected. I mean, it was the perfect scenario of bad time, bad place, or wrong time, wrong, wrong place, wrong time. There we go. And I just didn't really know what happened because I mean, you're going 180, 185 miles an hour. You're going straight. Everything's cool. It's a cucumber. C- cool. as a cucumber. There we go. And normally it can
1: be a cucumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There
2: we go. And normally when I wreck, it's because I'm stupid and like, I just slide into it, or right? like I don't see it, or I like, try to avoid it. And you normally have some preparedness for it. You, you know when they are about to wreck. You yeah. can feel when you're about to wreck. And this was, just, I mean, no audio cue, no visual cue, because it was, like, right beside me to my back left. And, I mean, I felt the first hit. I got hit second time. I didn't know that for, I'll talk about this in a little bit, for, like, an hour and a half, I didn't know I got hit the second time. And I just see grass goes flying everywhere. I mean, all I see is this dust. I see a white car kind of spinning in the distance. And I roughly know where I'm at on track. I know I'm towards, I know I'm in the grass, but I don't know how far I am from the track. I feel me get off the grass and start to roll back up on the banking. And, like, my car does, like, a cool little 360. I'm like, oh, or, like, a 180. And uh, my first thought was, oh, crap, I'm going to get hit again. Because I knew I was, you know, running, like, 18th or so around the time. And I knew there were about 10 or so cars still running behind us. Where at, I didn't know. That's what I was worried about. And we roll back up. Uh, down to the infield, and it's just size of relief like i'm it's <sighs> gonna sound awesome <laughs> well, <laughs> but, it sounds
1: exactly yeah, like it yeah. did, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and um I mean it's just like breathing of relief that i 'm still alive i'm like i 'm doing like a limb check, and I feel like Ricky Bobby. like i don 't know what to do with my because <laughs> like i'm like I'm like, did not do the one on that like put my uh, trash out the car,
1: going back to when you got hit. It, do, do you keep your hands on the wheel? Do you totally pull them off?
2: Uh, I tried to keep in it the entire time because um, I get hit the first time, I try to turn it back towards the right, and I'm going through the grass, and I didn't notice at the time, but when I got hit the first time, all power got cut to the car. So I'm on the throttle in the grass trying to keep it from going back up the track. And uh, I'm still trying to maintain it, and, uh, I mean, my hands were – that's still on the wheel, which I, I learned a couple weeks ago, actually, uh, don't have the thumbs inside the wheel, because when you do get hit, it would knock the thumb off, so I made sure to have my thumbs, like, on the wheel, even if I was in an accident, wouldn't hurt that bad, but uh, I tried to keep in it, I, I generally, if I know I'm about to eat crud, I'd pull my hands off the steering wheel, and uh, I couldn't really remember if I did or not until I went back and saw the replay, but um, now I try to stay in it the entire time, and it didn't work out.
1: So and I, I think when you go back to that whole idea of, of just no cues, I I think that is the thing for me. Like like you said, most of the time in racing, we know it. We know we've got a mechanical issue. We know we, we can feel the tires not right. We can we know we we overshot the corner and here comes the wall. Like you you can brace yourself. That's the thing watching that that just the way it happened and I know I talked to you about this off air too, just you're going straight. And then all of a sudden you're no longer in the race. Like it just, it was so fast and just so, and even from the angle when they first cut to it and I saw the orange car spinning, I didn't know if it was Willie or if it was you. Mm -hmm. So then it was trying to figure out who it was. And then obviously I realized pretty quick it was you. Um, But, yeah, I just – that to me is amazing. Now, going back to you didn't realize you got hit the second time Mm -hmm. because I think anyone who has watched the the replay would be shocked to hear that because the more – I know how hard of a hit you took at the beginning, but the more spectacular hit, for lack of a better word, was when you got hit in the infield because how that car didn't end up over top
0: and rolling – yeah. I have no idea. that. It, did you see that car from the in car? Did you see him, or was you still say, trying I mean, to get the car under control that you didn't realize that he was up I, on top
2: of you? I mean, I I didn't even know who all was involved in the wreck. I didn't even know who hit me until, like, it was an hour and a half after the fact when uh, I was sitting down talking with Dinah, um, Willie's wife, in the lounge in the hauler, and she goes, you oh, know, that tank car, he, like, flew over you. I'm like... What do you mean, flew over? Like, he flew over you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, what? And uh, I went back, I saw the replay. Next time the guys would tell me about it. And I'm like, oh my. And I don't even know how it started. I don't know who all was involved. And I saw some people going in and out of the info car. And I'm like, oh, hey, Eric, how's it going? And I'm like, Oh, you, were you in that? He's like, yep. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And But seeing all those people coming in there, I'm like, how many people were in this thing? So you, know? so you
0: didn't see the car at all through the windshield in?
2: Nope. I mean, I didn't feel it, didn't see it, nothing. That's just, I mean,
0: like
1: I said, spectacular is not the right word, but when you watch it, that was just an extremely scary replay. Because, and I know you talked earlier about the damage to the car, but had that been a little bit farther over and been head on, not been him coming up over top of that front right tire, who knows? I mean, that's what's just amazing the safety that was there. I do have to say, I can only imagine when you got out of the car, because watching the replay, they obviously showed you walking to the ambulance, uh, the ambulance yeah. and I can only imagine what you were saying, knowing you and the jokes. You, I mean, it's an iconic moment now, Brayton, but all I can think is, as I sat there and watched it, and then obviously it was very relieved to see you walking at least and thinking he's probably talking about pizza or something
2: inappropriate or who knows what the conversation is as he goes to the ambulance. Yeah, uh, so I come to a complete stop and I try to fire the car up. And My crew chief's like, uh, go ahead, drop the motor on that down let them know you're okay. As I drop it down. I'm still kind of collecting my thoughts. I look to my left and I just see cars kind of like Everywhere I'm like, oh, just whoo. I see damn, I you know, I didn't feel the hit to the right front, but I saw a lot of damage in the right front, and I'm like, I have no idea where that came from. And that was a, I mean, I that was another thing I was worried about too, is when I got hit in the left rear. Is I knew that field was coming, and I was worried about getting hit head yeah. on, and but I didn't feel it. And uh, I get out of the car, or at first, I like I see the ambulance get there. And, you know, one of that's down, and I'm kind of still looking around. There's grass. I mean, everywhere. It's all over the dash, all over the car. <laughs> and I do undo my belts. I take my helmet off, undo my hands, all that. And I'm getting out of the car, and the first thing I notice is I go to put my hand on the left rear quarter panel. And it's not there. And I mean, that whole, like, left rear was just, like, destroyed. I'm kind of looking. I'm like, oh. That's not like good. And I uh, get out, and uh, I hear a couple of the fans there start clapping and cheering. And uh, my dad always told me to wave to the crowd when you're in a wreck. Every wreck I've always been in, when I get out of the car, I always wave to the crowd. And I remember Austin Dillon in 2015 or 2016 <laughs> at his wreck at Daytona, when he had that terrible wreck, car got upside down, and his car got obliterated. He gets out and he does the uh, double hand wave, and it was to a bull rider. Lane Frost. Uh, yes. Yeah. And um, my son's dad.
0: named after that him. That's
2: what. <laughs> I forgot who it was that yeah, lane. And, um, <laughs> little, little before my time. <laughs> but, um, and, uh, he's back here with John Gill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I throw one <laughs> hand up, and a couple of the crowd go, like, I'm like, you know what, go bigger, go home. You know, This might be my last ever opportunity I get to race Tower Talladega, you know. And I just throw both hands up. I'm like, and the crowd and that whole section there just started going nuts. And that's like the highlight of my weekend, I feel like. And, I mean, the fans just love that. And the broadcasters, you know, Phil Parsons, and, uh, <laughs> he starts laughing. And Jamie Little, she goes, oh. Like <laughs> she she doesn't know what to say. I'll tell you
0: what, they did you fabulous I mean, the entire broadcast, they it seemed like they went back to you quite a bit, you know, that and I was partial like Dustin was because I was watching the race because of you. Mm-hmm. But I really thought they did you a fabulous job over there. I mean do you do you think so?
1: Yeah, and I and I think that, you know, they they told your
0: story well. Yes. You know, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. Say so,
2: yeah, I uh
0: I think if people didn't them, know so. you they and, I was watching the race. I think they became a fan of you because those the people in the booth really did a great job of, of pumping you and talking about how great of a kid you were and and everything. I mean, I, I thought they did a great job. And the
2: pizza helmet, too. Oh, I, yeah. well, I got my yeah. phone like two hours later, and I got on Twitter. I like a lot of people were calling me, like, pizza head. <laughs> like, that was... You know what? That may be
1: the, the best nickname I've heard for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, just... But... <laughs> So you get to the infield care center. We already had this. We talked about this off air. You said you've always wondered what the inside of the infield care center looks like, and uh, I, I can't say the the same. But you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, what what's the what's the process once you're you're there?
2: Yeah. So uh, first off, I get in the ambulance, and uh, they're like, I'm sitting in the ambulance and, like the best, I'm, I get like I have like the the stretcher in there. And the guy goes, hey, do you want something from the cooler? Grab yourself. So I opened the cooler and I got some Lunchables in there and a couple bottles of water. I'm like, I mean, I'm just going to grab a water, but I mean, Lunchables do sound pretty good right about now. But I'm Were
0: like, they the pizza Lunchables? They were.
2: Yes, they had that and like, the little turkey ones. And um, I'm like, I'm just going to leave the Lunchables in here and take the water. And, um,
0: if they have caught
1: you getting out of the ambulance with a pizza Lunchable,
0: I'd have been done. <laughs>
1: Your mom is running 29 miles through the <laughs> infield in an and you're knocking ambulance. out, you're knocking out a little pizza lunchable. Yeah.
2: And, and that, she, you know, my mom would talk about the run to the info care center. I had a nice cool ride in the ambulance. <laughs> it was air conditioned, had water. There's probably beer in there somewhere. for a little enough. You know? And, um, I'm sitting there and you're driving this, like a little canopy or like to drop you off in canopy. It's like a tarp so the fans can't see. And, uh, they have they got I got in the ambulance through the side door and it's like a very crowded ambulance. There's like not room for si- uh, much room for sitting, and I'm like on the, the stretcher sitting and, and like the lady that was helping me in her AMR fire suit. Um, she was sitting on like the in, like, towards the side of the ambulance. She goes, "We're going out the back door." And I'm like looking. There's like barely any room. I'm like, "God, oh, you're kidding me," you know. So I'm like tripping over stuff in the ambulance trying to get out the back door of the ambulance and we walk in and. She goes, uh, what number were you? I'm like, oh, Zero three. 3 And I had to think for a minute. And she goes, okay, we got 0-3. She goes, well, what's your name? I'm like, Brighton Laster. And th- that is when everyone inside the Infoed center saw my helmet. And they go, you're the pizza helmet guy. Because they of TV there in the Info care center Center are like, oh, we love your helmet. That's awesome. Oh, by the way, you're bed too over there. <laughs> and, uh, so I walk over. And... They were very prepared for it, and they take it and it's it's like a mini hospital room and I mean you got a bed they put it on the bed, and uh, they put like the thing around your arm, check your uh blood pressure and like the thing on the finger and I mean they have tier three nurses, and, and some of them are a little cute, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and are uh, a little lunchable <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're sitting there and uh i uh, <laughs> the, first off, <laughs> I walk into the info care center. And they're all very serious. And the first thing I said was, Is this a cool kids club? And they just died laughing, they love that. And uh I come over or I oh I'm sitting down, they come over and they have this uh, neurologist on site and he's like also like the head uh guy there kind of in charge, I had to guess. He comes and um he's talking to me and he goes, So tell me about your wreck I'm like, Boy, do I have a story for you <laughs> And uh, I'm like I was going straight, then I wasn't I did some landscaping, you know, I'm not big into landscaping and lawn care, but I mean, I think, I mean, I cut the grass every couple of weeks, but that's about it, but I did a pretty good job out there, I bet, and, uh, and I wasn't turning, and then I got out of the car, and the car was destroyed, It goes, okay, it seemed to be pr- doing pretty good, <laughs> and um, they were a little worried about concussion, and uh, my hearing was, like, very muffled, like, it seemed like cloudy, I like, I knew where I was, my memory felt fine. But I just felt like something was like a little off. And I don't know if it was shock or adrenaline. In <coughs> fact, that I just wrecked at 185 miles an hour. But um, I was sitting there and somebody brought me Gatorade. I'm like, I'll take that. Well, oh, Okay, I'll take that back. It was a Powerade. But they had like the Powerade label removed. Like, you couldn't tell what it was. You could tell it was a Powerade. And it hands me an orange and like a yellow. First off, those are like the two worst flavors you can offer somebody. So I, that's one thing I do ask you that they... You get better like power rate flavors. Um, I took orange though because
1: every every concern with him comes back to food or beverage. <laughs> like, right it's, on, yeah. it's
0: it's very simple. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. No, if it was Gatorade, the yellow would be the best, right?
2: No, ter- oh, terrible. Oh, terrible.
0: It's I'm a yellow and orange oh, Gatorade. When we were young, that was your only flavor. Yeah, that was Gatorade. That was like a
2: long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: like <laughs> <laughs> when, when John Gill and Lane Frost were. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and the worst part about the rack is uh, Tim Richmond. Not not that Tim Erickson, but, You know, <laughs> you <laughs> so know what? This again. They,
1: I have to say, I, uh, another moment during the broadcast that everybody else. We were watching with thought I was crazy. Was they just happened to mention Tim Richmond being in the draft, and I busted out laughing, <laughs> thinking back to us talking about not that Tim Richmond. Yeah, oh yeah, and everybody's looking at me like that's like he didn't say anything funny, and I'm like, you it, I can't even explain it. Like, so yes, not that Tim Richmond, but he remembers Tim Richmond. Oh, well, yeah, but, but not, not that Gil. Tim Richmond, but that, not that's John Gill, but he, he remembers John Gill, just not that John Gill, yeah, Gil. okay, yeah,
2: different John Gill, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a very cool atmosphere, though. They were very organized and very thorough. thorough. Yes, they were very, I mean, they knew what they had to do. And I obviously always wanted to know what it was like to be in there. But I would have much rather preferred a YouTube video or, like, a Snapchat on how the Info Care Center works and not. Although, I mean, that's the cute nurses. I mean, I. I mean, they, they were, like, touching my arm, like, putting that thing, you know. I say, yeah, yeah. And my, my, my finger, you know, they were touching.
1: That's the moment when you think I need some hero cards with my cell phone I number do. on. Yes,
2: <laughs> I, mom, can we work on that? Like, like, in the fire suit. Like. But um, I mean, I was in there for probably about an hour or so, give or take.
1: I mean, just to go back, you put out a a, a pizza video with Little Caesars prior to the race. I think any cute nurse that sees that will realize you're you're the man. I mean, I you're you're I'm the, the man to take man. home. Yeah. <laughs> all right. If if you ever look at that nurse the way you look at that pepperoni pizza, it's a good life. <laughs> yeah. That,
2: that 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 video had they can. I, I wasn't alive in the eighties. I'm not. You know, like you know. <laughs> 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 you know the, that, that was like the Tim from the era. You know. I mean, all I can say is I
1: was alive in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. He was born. He was born in the eighties, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now starting to feel how you oh, feel. Yeah, I I like that, it. that pizza video had a very 80s like, <laughs> vibe too, if I had to guess. You know, Takes you back to your childhood, you know. Okay. Yeah, not my, not my childhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mom's teenage years. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> huh. so once you're finally released from the infield care center, and obviously, you know, it, we we now know um, you had to do some follow up when you came back, mm-hmm. um, but overall, obviously, I'm sure sore um what what really did you end up with that
2: um believe it or not, my biggest concern was I had to pee. Like, I got to pee since I could have twenty on the race, and i'm and I was in that infla care center forever, but i'm mean, hot nurses though, so I mean it's- so you can 't pee yourself no, no, um, I always heard the rumor that.
0: Race car drivers uh, just peed themselves in the car.
2: Yeah, I wasn't going to find out if that was true or not. Oh, really? Well, but in I, the car is
0: one thing. You can't yeah. do it at in the infield care yeah. center with the hot nurses. I was, I've always heard but, that. I know, have, that, too.
2: Yeah, but I will say that me wrecking made it so I didn't have to pee that much anymore. And um,
1: I'm surprised that if you had to pee since lap 20 when you wrecked, you didn't. I, I mean, on. I would have. Yeah, I think, I, could, I,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, think yeah. I did watching it. I think more <laughs> than pee would have came out. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we go, and I get a lovely... Golf cart ride back. Golf cart ride back. top we had this hot driver too in the golf cart. I mean everything. Just... And um, did you we, get to ride back? Okay, mom. was running next to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I caught dibs on shotgun. You know, I'm the, yeah. And um, I said I was possibly concussed, so I got to pick first Tibbs. And I get back to the pit, and um, cars are already back there because I was <laughs> in the Info car game played. But I'm not gonna say that. that's a terrible word. Getting uh, cared to by some hot nurses, <laughs> and I uh, get back to the car, and uh that is when I really go, "Holy cow, dude! This thing's torn up." And um, first <laughs> the first thing I see was first off they ended of the race like really early, like nine laps early. Yeah, it because of the time it time was constraint, which I think is stupid. But um, I mean I get the whole TV contracts and stuff, but. I mean we were told in the driver's meeting that we would expect to stay in the car for two to two and a half hours, maybe even three but I guess I hate T V time, you know, but and uh Willie's back there and he's getting undressed. Like out his fire suit, they're kinda right there and just, I'm like, Hey Willie, yeah and, uh, <laughs> But I'm just looking at the car, and I'm like, dude, this thing is not looking so hot. It's seen better days. I mean, they call me the king of duct tape because I can fix anything with duct tape, and I'm like, I can't fix this with duct tape. And I'm just kind of replaying it through my head. I get inside the trailer. I'm eating cookies because I had cookies in the trailer. (laughs) awesome talking chip cookies. And uh, that's when uh, Brad Perez, one of the crew guys, comes up. He goes, hey, man. You see that wreck? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, did you see, like, after the fact? And, um, I didn't know what happened with Scott Mountain and Eric Cardell. And, um, he goes, yeah, dude, Scott just destroyed Eric. I'm like, I saw Eric in the care Center. And, um, (laughs) he, when I saw him, he wasn't looking so hot. Then I found out why. And I'm like, holy cow, dude. Um... Prayers, of course, go out to Scott, but I, from my I understand, should make a pretty full recovery, but um, that's why I go up in the lounge, I'm just sitting there talking with Dinah and um, uh, Chrissy, who made the pancakes, and a couple other crew, uh, guys and gals, and that was when they bring up, is that car ramp over you? I'm like, huh? And it was right by the time I got my phone, I'm looking at the replay, and my eyes are just kind of like, like, that was me? Like, I became a moving ramp at 180 miles an hour. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you know. But we, we, we've talked about that, and I believe it was Jamie Little, or it was one of the um, commentators in the booth, worded it perfectly that I was an innocent bystander. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. Because I was sitting yeah. there minding my own business, and... Yeah. But I got back there, and I shook some hands, talked some people, and looked at the car, and I mean, I didn't, it, to be honest, I didn't know the battery was in the left rear. And once I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's my car. I wouldn't start. But a weird piece of damage, Um, if you go to Donna's TikTok, Donna Mullins, uh, she does a full damage report, and you can see it. My name rail actually got damaged. Uh. And it's, like, 10 feet away from, like, any other damage in the car. But, like, the name, it's, like... On the driver's side? Yes, above my window net. And it... Oh. I um I, I would I, have
1: seen it maybe if something hit on the pasture side even though I didn't no notice the it but, side,
2: but I'll, I'll show you guys the picture here in a minute. I,
1: that's wild. So
2: that's the only thing I could put together is a tire just shredded apart and a piece must have that, that must that yeah been. but I mean uh, uh, I know they were a little worried too. Um and but I mean there were just rubber and grass. I mean pieces of the tire was in the in the flap of the car like the the the, the roof flap, which I didn't even feel. I was uh, asked. If I heard those open, I'm like, dude, I just heard grass, Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, uh, but, now yeah, everyone was just kind of talking. We were all very relieved. And, uh, but, you know, you are asking if I was sore or anything. And uh, believe it or not, no. Like, I mean, I haven't been sore. I haven't hurt. No, I mean, no bruises. And I've had a... Oh, w- yeah, Yeah, my eardrums are bruised. But that was... Apparently, a problem they have at those speeds when you wreck and you have that custom ear molds like I do, it creates, like, a miniature, like sonic sound wave in between here it's like a vacuum in there and so uh your eardrums and uh they were a little worried about concussion but we got checked out today uh, a couple hours ago and they said i'm good there so
1: which probably that was they just didn't know you normally mm-hmm. yeah i mean once they once they truly yeah. got to know you they knew it wasn't
2: yeah they probably thought this kid's goofy as you know all convenient. <laughs> but yeah i mean i honestly am grateful for the card i mean the card they talk about how safe these cars are, and, I mean, it did its job. I mean, the car absorbed the impact, and, I mean, had either point of contact been a couple of inches or even, a, or especially a foot in, you know, any direction, uh, I think it would have been a lot different story. I'd probably be very sore and probably be living off of, like, ibuprofen right about now, mm. but uh I'm just very grateful that the Mullins provided, like, a pretty safe car because I'm pretty good, so...
1: And to go back to the, the pizza and food comment, to wrap up the weekend, the picture of you with the slice of pizza, which, again, for people who don't know you well, that may not mean much. But that was like the, okay, it is. I'm okay. Things are back to normal yeah, yeah, as normal exactly. can be. Um, so, again, I just can't. I can't say enough, Brayton, about, you know, we, we talked last time about how down to earth you are, how real you are. Um it, the whole story is just amazing what you're doing. Um, wh- you, you went to the doctor today, you got cleared, mm-hmm. um, cleared for racing. Uh, what's the plans going forward?
2: Uh, we have some pretty big plans. Uh, we talked about racing tomorrow actually at Brownstown with the, uh, Castro flow racing series, but, uh, decided just don't want to risk it. Even though I don't have a concussion, I'm sure body still, even though I might not feel it, you know, I'm young and stupid, um, I'm not. I know like some people, you know, I'm not as, you know, young. But um, uh. <laughs> 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 I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play it smart there and just kind of let my body heal up. But uh, the plan is to go over to the making, Illinois this Saturday. Uh, that mm-hmm. my mom's family's over there, and you know, they're big supporters of me, and uh, that's where the gold digger scheme comes from.
1: Well, yeah. and I, and I gotta say, we we did some embroidery for us for you guys before you left, and and the coolest bag was your dad's bag. Yeah, I haven't given it to him; he doesn't know
0: about. So, and <laughs> <So laughs> probably I'll quit talking about it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but that
1: yeah. hands down. Yeah. So we'll leave that one on the on the I'll table see, for later. No, no. Where's
0: Macon located in Illinois? It's um, between. Uh, Okay. Is it, is okay. It,
2: you know. I I only know where like Greenwood and Dinapolis is under, like I don't know.
0: Well he was he's originally from Danville almost. Okay. So like
2: okay.
0: Oakwood area there's where you yeah where you are absolutely so. yep. So, yeah.
2: We'll oh yeah, but we have some uh pretty big plans actually. Um uh, can't disclose too many details. But uh Wait a second, is this is, is breaking this news? breaking news? This is breaking news like hasn't I been. don't know if
1: I have I don't even know if I have a good let's see.
0: You turned the volume down on your...
1: Oh, I did. Nope, that's not a good sound. That's nope. terrible not- <laughs> sound. Oh, it's a kind of spooky sound. Now, <laughs> okay, breaking news. Breaking news. I don't think I have a good sound effect for it, so...
2: Yeah, yeah. That, we can bring that effect. out. All and right. The breaking news for Blaster Motorsports. Uh, not too many details, but we should be making the, my uh, NASCAR Camping World Truck debut at Knoxville. That is awesome. So that is extremely exciting. Yeah, June eighteenth, uh, me and Tyler Carpenter are going to duke it out. Um, so and then we will also be back here in Indianapolis for the truck race at uh, Indianapolis Raceway Park. Yes, on and July twenty ninth, I believe. And
1: finally, back in IRP.
2: And yes, yeah, and yeah. where it ought to be. Yes, yeah. So that uh, those deals are pretty much. Uh, Close to being finalized. Good for
1: you,
0: man. That is awesome.
1: And I, I'm gonna bring something up here, and I, I want to get your take on it because I will tell you, um it, I, and I know the frustration that your dad must have felt. But reading it, even the frustration I had, your dad put out a post right there before the race about these people that that just want to say it's you know it's all money, it's all money, it's all money. Um, I can say this and I, I just want, because reading your dad's post frustrated me and it's, not, I'm not even involved, but I, but I want to say this about you guys. And um, I have had the pleasure to get to know you guys a lot better over the last month from, um from the first podcast to now um, there were several deliveries down for, uh, for items to be embroidered. And, um, for those that don't know you guys, your dad's a talker too.
2: Yeah and
1: I'm yeah. a talker, so most of those, uh, those deliveries uh, were, were hour-long deliveries. We're spent talking, yes, but I want to say this, and, and this is what frustrates me about the situation. And your dad, I think, summed it up really, really well. there's nobody out there that money hasn't helped them get there in some way, shape or form. But, but this is what I want to say. I have never met a group of people that is as down to earth, as real, as humble, um, as appreciative as what you guys are. And, and I want that to be very, very clear because, you know, I think it's really, really easy to to sit at home and be that, that armchair quarterback or that, that Sunday driver and sit and say, oh, must be nice. And, you know, and that's that's something that goes through me like a knife because we hear it a lot here, uh, you know, with what, what we do. And, oh, must be nice. You got all that stuff. Like, you don't see the hours mm-hmm. that you put in. You don't see the grind. You, Yeah, it's all great when you, you know, oh, must be nice. You can get a – you know, you can do your own T-shirts. You can do that – you don't see us here at 11 o'clock yep. still slinging stuff. You know, you don't see the work that you put in to get these opportunities, you know. Um, so I, I just wanted to say that here on this podcast because, you know, like I said, I think your dad, first of all, I, I'm very, very impressed with your dad that it was as elegant as what it was. Um, because I am sure that his frustration would have been, he would have liked to have said a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Um but I just wanna say it's BS, man. And and I, I wanna be real with you. Like I, I can't say enough about, about you and your family and how real you are and and what you guys are doing to not just promote yourselves, but to bring people along on this journey with you. And 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 I again I can't thank you guys enough for what you guys have done for us. Um, to promote us and bring us along. So I, I just I, I saw that post. I wanted to bring it up, and I just wanted to tell you I can't say enough. Let the haters hate, man. It's jealousy. It's it's ridiculous. Um, you've got a fan, man. You you got you got two oh, yeah. fans. Yeah, at, guaranteed. Yeah. Can't say enough about it, and and Ryan's back printing T-shirts because we have to have them ready for the cash Flow Night in America tomorrow night, or else I know he would say he's he's the third fan too. Uh, yeah, we got a late order for uh, some pit crew shirts for Chase Briscoe's uh, pit crew tomorrow. So
2: uh, I'd I say you
0: have a lot more than I think you picked up a lot of fans on on race day there. I, I really do. So
2: we got fans of all ages. make it hard to have fans but I think you summed it up there perfectly uh, like you know my dad is up like until two or three o'clock in the morning most nights and you know it must be nice it must be nice be able to go to bed at, you know 10 11 o'clock and you I know three. yeah and I mean we're up even when it comes to hey. when huh what we are up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> even if you know we're
2: not mending the phones you know emailing people and that's especially on this level is Constant email, constant calls, and you know, a lot of them never hear back from people. Dialing for dollars. And uh, that are dialing for dollars is what you call it. I mean, we're in the garage until many nights we've spent midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning until the only thing open is Waffle House. And um, that's only where we go after we're done working too. Um, but oh, there's
1: nothing wrong with the awful waffle.
2: No. Uh-uh. Especially at two, or three o'clock in the morning uh-huh. after the bars have closed. And that's, that's, when, well, that's
1: when the true culinary artists show yep. up. That's when that's when the best are there, and I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic with that. I love the waffle house oh yeah do, yeah <laughs> when I travel for for our broadcasting stuff, I'm always looking for where the waffle house is but no that like i said that that's what I wanted you guys to hear because as I read your dad's post, that's what went through me like a knife because again, I don't know you guys for a long time, not claiming that but I've had some really good conversations. I know where you guys' hearts are at. And, again, it's one of those things. Y- there are people that, that are involved in this sport to try and make money or to try and, um, you know, make a name or whatever. And and we're all trying to. Don't get me wrong. I, I would like to make a lot of money too. I would like to make a better name for myself,
2: but. Especially doing something you love. You
1: know? Yes, but there's also those of us that our hearts are truly in it. And I know that I talked to you before when we didn't know Farmer City got rained out, and then were we going to be at Brownstown? Brownstown got rained out, and you said, if that doesn't happen, that was me, you, and your dad talking, and you mentioned, we haven't talked to mom yet, but the Batmobile's coming out, and we're going figure eight racing. That's just, I love the race. Um, I absolutely loved a race and that's the thing I will say about you guys. I have, you know, going back to some of the stories your dad has even shared with me, the times that he has felt like somebody looked down on him. I think people who truly know your family know you guys don't have that in you. There is no looking down. That's been the coolest thing. Like the, I feel like I have been a part of this, um, And I can't thank you enough. And for those who don't know, and and we'll, we'll get some pictures up. We got the coolest gift ever. Um, and I, I, have to shout it out and I, and I will say, um, I, I, I truly know the love of my son because, uh, you guys were gracious enough to invite me to be down there with you. And, and I wanted to, and, um, he had a soccer game and I needed to be dad and, and that was great. I got to watch the race with my son and, and talk about your story. But the coolest gift ever for those who don't know, we have the visor that when you watch the replay is sitting there and it's signed by Brayton and uh, and yeah we, we get the whole the whole view and I can't say enough, man. I just thank you um, for everything and you know. For those we, we joked last time you you signed a bottle of race clean for us and I told you it was gonna sit right next to Tony Stewart's helmet and that's that's right where the visor's going now and and your your autograph is right next to Tony Stewart and, and, and the uh, hand cleaner, you know. It well you should have replaced one of those those lunchables with a bottle of hand cleaner.
2: Um carry it in my pocket and the race card. You know, yeah. I'd grass everywhere you know, hey I got you, man. You'll know, just start squirting orange hand cleaner everywhere. That,
1: I think that's I think that's you know, could instead of doing the double lane frost wave, if you'd have just got out with two bottles of race clean and just, just
2: covered myself in it. Let <laughs> it <laughs> of start rolling around and it, was it would have, it, it,
1: that would have been your Ricky Bobby moment. That would've yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I
2: should have just tripped right triable. <laughs> I took just, just Stripped and just, like, covered myself, like, head to toe.
1: Yeah, that would have been the end of race clean. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> we could have moved on. No, but so, obviously, man, some exciting stuff. We're still going to see you on dirt in Gold Digger. Um, still going to get a chance, I am sure, to see you at the Speed Drum and and getting a chance to see the Batmobile back out and – and then the big news right now, I mean, Camping World Truck Series looking at a ride at Knoxville um, and IRP. And I have to say, if there's two tracks that you could pick out of the Camping World Truck Series to go run, Knoxville and IRP would be oh, yeah. the two that I would pick in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, so yeah. We're,
2: we're looking pretty forward to that. But um, like you said, Neil, like to you know, Zach, thank us for bringing you guys along for the ride. And something, Donat Daytona, as you were like the little guy looking in. We were the guy that never thought we could be there. We were the guy that didn't belong to be there. Even at Talladega, we kind of felt like, you know, we're the outsiders looking in. And bringing new guys on board was kind of our thanks back to the racing community. And, you know, we brought a lot of people down there into the pitch with us. And, you know, Chad, Kyle, they've helped us out a ton. Trust me, four or five months ago, we never would have thought we'd be at the pits, that's how they go racing, and, you know, we invited you guys, we invited a ton of people down, and that was kind of our thanks to everyone that's kind of helped us out over the years, and, um, or even you guys, you know, just so recently have helped us out, and it's given the opportunity to people that really never got that chance, like me, I never thought I'd get the chance to go and race there, and that's kind of our way of saying, you know, thanks to, like, the whole community, and like you said, you know, we're very real. We're gonna go out here and uh, gold digger, and then we have the two uh, C that we uh, got, and uh, it's no longer the two C. We finally rewrapped it. Uh, it's still work in progress. The spoilers mismatch, and the orange, like, the nose, We're gonna spray paint it together, though. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we'll get the duct tape out, yeah, and it'll yeah. all be good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, we're gonna go out here, and we're gonna run, and you know, probably won't win, but we'll have a good time doing it. So, and that's another thing too is I get told a lot. Maybe we should go back down to Hornets. Maybe we should go back to, you know, Thunder Cars, And maybe we should go back to the concession stand. You know? that's why I tell those people. And part of it is, is I, by any means, have never had the best car in the field. But it, it's easy for a person out here with a very rich dad or family to go out here and look like next to Jeff Gordon when you outspin, you know, the entire field by a comma. And... I mean, we've never really had the greatest equipment by any means, but we definitely work, I feel like, for what we have. And, I mean, we go to the racetrack not expecting to win. And when we go, when we we'll make a feature we celebrate, you know, especially Lucas Newcastle World of Outlaws. And that's kind of putting the fun back into things. Is, you know, we're not going to expect, you know, we're not expecting to win. We're just expecting to have a good time. So, I mean, that's one way we like to look the at it. That, if, if we could win, that'd be awesome. I've won one race in my life. That was a front-wheel drive feature to the speed room. I started third, going turn one. I'm like, all right, see you later. I punted the leader, spun him out, and I was gone yeah. from there. Yeah, I mean, there, yeah, it was it was awesome. <laughs> Whatever works, dude. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, I said, see you later. And here's the best part is that car. I mean, that was like, what, 2018? I was three, four years ago. I mean, that car has been... I mean, I, I went out the next week and smoked the wall with it. I mean, destroyed the wall. And I mean, it's probably ran three times since then. But I mean, it's just sitting back in the weeds because the plan is, when I open up the Brayton National Museum of Racing, that thing's going <laughs> front and center. <laughs> I, I mean, can't. it's like the ugliest car you've ever... I mean, you can't read any of the numbers, the hoods, like all... Mangold it's, it's a 1988 Honda Prelude It's got the front bumper From like Ford Excord like, Is it
1: this, this isn't the car That you drove down here At at Vernon is it Where no, you no, had no, the No no
2: no, no. That, was, that was a silver car The, the Hyundai I thought he drove Are we talking about The Lincoln Tech car Yeah I thought you drove The Lincoln Tech car No that Kyle was That Lincoln was the Hyundai Kyle yeah, it, it raced Brownstown it raced once Brownstown. Oh yeah I mean <laughs> My chief Kyle God bless his heart Um you thought We'd sit him down here On dirt one night Um Well he was cruising Feature economy kind of mid package It was fair So it was a great time Everyone's partying Everyone's having a good time And uh Something broke In the right front So he's gone through Turn one and two And the car Just takes a hard right And he just I mean like Bo Duke Bo Duke Is that the guy From the The, 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 <laughs> the zero one Card This <laughs> That is actually Bo Duke Yeah okay yeah, but yeah. They um, like can jump it. <laughs>
1: Daisy's the only Duke you need to know about.
2: <laughs> but jumped it. Yeah, they he named shorts after jump. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he jumped it and just like nosedived into, like the wall of tires over there in that corner. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Mark Schaefer got a picture of him. Before.
2: That was Kyle Downey's dirt debut. No. I thought it was Kyle Downey's last dirt race. <laughs> <laughs> his
1: his debut and retirement ceremony yes. all in one. Yes.
2: So and then it looked like ten car jumping over me. It was also something to you about that the the ten car jumping over me down there at Talladega. Um that is like there is so much meme potential there. You know what a meme is? That's you know us, yeah, I I know, know what a meme is. <laughs> You know, I, I can't wait till you race at down. <laughs> <time again. laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the announcing is going to be priceless oh,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: he forgets I have a free
2: rate of a microphone <laughs> when he shows back up over there don't worry I'm sure we'll probably run four laps and I'll hit a wall or knock a tire something. I've never hit the wall at Brownstown. I've hit the well, so wall. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is the that's only when you're going straight.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that's, that when you build the Brayton Laster Museum of Racing I wouldn't include never hit the wall at Brownstown. I
2: not have, too many people have. I have literally hit a wall at every track. I've come closer to hitting the inside wall than I have the outside wall at Brownstown. That's I think that's impressive there.
0: Again, that's on the straightaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
2: That, that's my proudest moment. Um.
1: I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times I stand in the infield and lean right <laughs> yeah. on that inside
2: <laughs> wall. <laughs> oh, I destroyed the Marker tires down there, though. I mean, I destroyed them. I don't know why I th- no, I, I, think I bet you don't. It. They destroy you. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I saw. I said, i, 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 I you, Steve Peden, and, and Zach Burton. They, you <laughs> yeah. guys love those things, man.
0: Yeah, Casey White too, man. Oh no, yeah, I forgot had, uh, about Casey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: say I don't know if they put concrete or <laughs> the <laughs> in there. I think they're
0: like, no, they're just about eight or ten inches thick of rubber, uh-huh, man. I bet. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't move. Oh, yeah. No.
1: So I'm going to throw out something totally, totally different here. But we, we've talked about you being, you know, the pizza man. And first of all, I got to give a the shout stud. out to, well, we want to be honest and up front on this podcast. Um
2: are young you?
1: Got to give a shout out to Mollens Racing on the amazing pit sign that you had. But I want to know, where's the best pizza? The be- Okay.
0: I'm, I'm almost stick up for him because he could kill potential sponsors in the future. So let's let's back off that question. Okay. Yeah.
2: I will say we went down there and uh, after I got used as a portable ramp in the trial over there at Dow Dega. Um By the way, not to go off topic here, Hollywood apparently there's a big gig for that, like driving ramps, like for stunt drivers. I think I got backup career. <laughs> Like I haven't got like you're going to so, be the ramp. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: The drivable ramp. Yeah,
2: the drivable ramp.
0: You probably don't know who he is, but Stanton Barrett used to race, <laughs> and, and he was a he was a Hollywood one. stuntman that, that raced in NASCAR too. So, oh, evil Knievel. That's only because
2: we had that conversation coming home. We had yeah. to explain to him who faucet was. Oh, I thought He's was yeah. i'm very intelligent okay so
1: we won't say we won't say where it is is it always pepperoni pizza?
2: oh 100 percent without a doubt thick absent crust. positively crust. thick, thick it- crust extra sauce and I like, <laughs> down there after uh, DeGolo, uh we did go to a local chain All right, it's not a local it's chain it's it's like a east side of the country chain and a
1: Mellow Mello, Mello mushrooms, Mello mushroom. yes, that I runs, love some mellow mushrooms. Yeah, I do
2: too. Like, now it's like in my top five without a doubt.
0: Yeah, yeah. mellow mushroom is I'll, I'll very, I'll give you very that good. Too. That was my yeah. first time ever
2: having it. And yeah, then,
0: we, if we're anywhere that there's one of those, that's where we go. <laughs> yeah.
2: After being used as a ramp and Tony's play toy, you know, I figured that'd be the best place to go. You know. Yeah. See, I see. I figured out you know why she hit me. <laughs> she just wanted to hit on me that, that, That's all it was She wanted to hit on me just didn't know how uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah.
1: laughs> Alright uh, Right now I, I, <laughs> This is how every one of these ends Oh I know, I know. It, it, Totally off the rails uh, See it's almost like the Talladega We were going straight Everything was good
0: and, and with no
2: cues,
1: I was spinning at 185 miles an yeah. hour.
2: And cutting yeah. the grass.
1: Brayton, here's the deal, man. I'll say it again, I, and I, I, will, I will wrap up with this because we're an hour in. And it, I will just tell you again, man, I, I I I couldn't be more proud of the way you go about things. And, and just, man, it is it is so much fun watching you. And, and the other thing I want to thank you guys for, I've thanked you, but the fact that I know that – there's a ton of people reaching out to you right now to yeah. to, to interview you to talk to you, um, and the loyalty to 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 come to us and say, hey, let's let's get you guys out here first. We w- we want to make sure we're on the podcast with you guys. Um, I can't say enough, man, and we're gonna keep pulling for you. And, yeah. um, I, I don't condone anything that's said about you. The next time you race at Brownstown. Um, It's okay. You don't condone anything I say about Steve (laughs) Peden. Uh, So honestly, I'll probably not. Well, that's how most bad at all, brother. That's how most people know
0: about him. Is Is that the P
2: three guy? Yeah, that's the P three guy. He waxed my butt at (laughs) Circuit City last year.
0: Yeah. Well, I had you know I kind of heard he likes to wax butt, but
2: (laughs) (laughs) we is 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 It's the toughest
1: thing. We had some swag from Royal Purple last year, and I tried to give it away by asking everybody who drove the P three and. I still got cases of oil I can't get rid of because I can't find enough people who know who the P3 is. Is
2: his last name P-E-E-D-E-N? Yeah. Like P Den. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the best part is he listens every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I will get a text message about 10 o'clock about us making fun of him. So, <laughs> love you, Steve. Uh,
2: I love you, are Steve, but you waxed my butt. at certainly City it last year, so...
1: But uh, yeah, man. Wish you all the best, and like, like I said, you're always welcome to come down here and be on. And uh, uh, we will definitely be at IRP to watch you in the in the trucks, and uh, yeah. And we will we'll get we'll get set up prior to and make sure that we get get some media out there and some some interviews going. We get a party so, going. I mean, hey, I'm all about that.
2: I mean, isn't that Brownsburg technically? No. No. It's Claremont. Yes. It's Claremont. It's Claremont. Yeah. 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 I know. On the way out there, my dad does tell a story that I can't repeat on air. But there used to be a house there. We're gonna have a great time, but for for twenty dollars and like fifteen minutes. But we're not gonna go.
1: No, I'll bring the pizza lunchables. Um, yeah. yeah. So that was before my dad met my mom. <laughs> And with that, yeah, this has been another conversation with Brayton Lasser of Blaster Motorsports again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out. Go follow him on on TikTok. I want to do want to give you that chance, Brayton. Um, take this opportunity, a thanking the sponsors that you had down at Talladega, um, and also. Throw out your social media, man, so people can go and follow you.
2: Yeah, first off, yeah, I mean, we had a lot of people come on board. Uh, you guys, first off, you know, Thirsty Goat and Team Media and the Fresh Prints and what, Fresh Prints about that. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> pretty good. But um, you know, Butt kicker also came on board. They <laughs> butt kicker. <laughs> they, <laughs> they they. That the, they uh, do a lot of stuff in, like the audio industry for you know cinemas and like uh, sim rigs and all that. So um for like I race and stuff like that. Um that hoker towing or trucking hooker trucking, hoker trucking <laughs> came on board, C A H towing. Um say we had a quite a few people. in Auto Recyclers dot com Junk Car Blaster. Say the auto uh, repair vent stickers, auto vehicle, auto the auto vehicles, vent stickers dot com something like that yeah. <laughs> And, of course, the fans, the fans, you know, they make that weekend so special, especially the ones on the boulevard. I didn't go, but I saw pictures. There were a lot of nice pictures. Um, but, yeah, the mornings crew went, like, after the practice. I honestly wish I went because I would have had a fantastic time. And, uh, of course, you know, everyone back at home and even the people on TV watching because I got i after I wrecked. Um, I got like, 900 notifications <coughs> uh, asking if I was okay. And my first response was, nah, fam. But it turned out it was okay. Um, but on uh, social media, uh, I have a fantastic TikTok, including where I've memeified my rec, um, which Twitter has helped me on that too. There's been plenty of stuff on Twitter. Uh, but TikTok is at Brayton Astor. That's my name, B R A Y. T O there's an O in there it's Brayton like ton so Brayton Ton the N and then Laster, as in last place Laster. <laughs> Um and then my Twitter is at One Pizza Man because I like pizza. My Instagram is the one the only the Pizza Man, and then uh, my Facebook is a Blaster or Brayton Laster Brighton Motorsports because Blaster. Cause, uh, I could uh, Tyler Erb, I'm going to use him for an example. Look up Tyler Erb Motorsports. There's, like, nothing on that. But he's, like, best performance motorsports in the team. I didn't know that. I'd have asked someone I could tell with that show that i right? I do have a Wikipedia page. A fan. Thank you, Mom, for bringing it up. Uh, you can't look it up on Google because it's not verified. That's another story. I got told I wasn't a verified source from my own Wikipedia page. <laughs> That's that was the most heartbreaking piece of news I think I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, have, yeah, and uh, but if you go on like if you Google Brighton Astor Wikipedia, it will take you to like the Daytona or Talladega race, and you can click on my name from there. They call it says I'm the Pizza Man on Wikipedia. That's how you know it's official. That's <laughs> yeah. i saw have a YouTube. I have like four YouTube accounts. They're all Brighton Astor. Good luck like, figuring out which one's which. But uh, I upload like uh, GoPro stuff and all kinds of other goodies on there. Yes, and I gotta give a shout out to my mentor who did unfortunately passed. Uh, CJ he was on the car down there in Daytona, and we did have a tire sticker on the car too on uh, Talladega. So, so that yeah, he he uh, his sticker is still on the car. He survived, so I think he might have been riding with me a little bit there for that wreck in Talladega. So
1: I can only imagine. A CJ was riding with you till he knew you were safe, and then he was screaming and cussing about what happened that took you out. Um, it's probably a good thing that CJ wasn't able to get a hold of people because he would have, uh, he'd have had a lot to say about that for sure.
2: Did you get an apology? Believe it or not, I had every driver, for the most part, that was involved in that wreck uh, reach out to me to make sure I was okay, except for the one that hit me.
0: That's right. So, no sorry, no nothing, no. no I'm down
2: to check on them after to their pit. Say so that. I, I I went down to their pit to make sure they were okay, which, I mean... But yeah, I'm I'm not cool enough, I guess. But yeah, I've mean, I've mean had like people reach out to me that were like in the second part of that wreck, um, and now I'm not going to go name names, but I mean, for the most part, everyone kind of involved checked up on me at one point or another, whether it was in the infield care center or after the fact. And uh, one dude reached out multiple times, um, but then the one that actually hit me. Wow. Yeah, they're they're too busy causing some Twitter drama. So.
1: That says a lot. And with that, Brayton Laster again, man. You, you, uh, you bring it every time you're on here, and I love it. So, uh, go follow him. Go check out his social media. Like I said, if you haven't seen the replay, go, go take a look at, at, at what we've been talking about here uh, on the podcast. And Brayton, best of luck, man. And uh, as always, thralled-ups behind you.
2: Thank you. I got to give a shout-out to all the hot single moms in my area too. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and with that we will call today.